0: Hello and welcome to the Global Luxury Real Estate Mastermind with me, your host, Michael Valdez. Today, I have a really fun guest, somebody who's got amazing energy, more energy than I do.
1: No, that's not true. Not possible.
0: (laughs) She is a top realtor, a trainer, an educator, an author, mentor, Julie Nelson. I love the fact that you're on the show. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here.
1: Thank you, Michael. I'm so pleased to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. You know, you have... A incredibly diverse background. I did a little bit of checking. Yes. And we had a background in education, in technology, and Mm -hmm. and in real estate. And we're going to get into a lot of that. But can you share with the listeners how you actually got started?
1: Yeah. So, how I got started in real estate, right? We all have our story, right? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So, I started out in higher education and found my way into technology and then eventually found my way into real estate but you know real estate was that thing that I had looked at off and on for years and honestly some people kept talking me out of it so uh, but I think <laughs> Those you know, been
0: good friends right
1: <laughs> yeah you know but it's interesting if people can talk you out of something it's not that easily it's it's That's not right. the, it's not the right timing so you know I found my way into technology I was in Minneapolis at the time I'm I, I was a I'm a midwest girl I moved to Austin, gosh, a long time ago now, um, but then my technology firm um, in Minneapolis expanded to Austin, which is how, how I landed in Austin. Um, but the, you know, in, in technology, you know, I had, technology wasn't the best fit for me because really, honestly, I was a like the liberal arts grad in a sea of engineers. Um, <laughs> and I was kind of wondering, I'm like, what? am I supposed to do with my career? Where am I going? Where do I want to go? Um, And, and finally the real estate thing uh, materialized thanks to a layoff, honestly. So it was, it was a high tech layoff that was the biggest gift uh, to my career because that is the, that's the point at which I turned the corner to real estate because that's, that's when all of those doors opened and that was 20, 21 years ago.
0: Wow. So tell me how that happened. So when did you get into real estate? What was the first gig of real estate? Because oh, that's a really great trajectory.
1: Yeah, you know, and, and I love how everyone has their story. And and yeah. um, you know, I do a lot of training and 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 teaching, and one of the things I always like to ask a room is I'll ask everybody, I'll say, raise your hand if you had a first year in the business. Right? Right. Because every single one of us had a first year. Absolutely. Every single one of us had to get started and push our way through through that learning curve. So I started in 1999. Um, and I started with a, a couple friends of mine had a very small brokerage here in Austin. And that was just the logical place for me to start because they were encouraging, they were really good uh, mentors, and it just made sense. Um, but then I felt like you know, it was just a little mom and pop shop, um, but then I outgrew that. And so within a couple of years, I, re- I found myself looking across the industry in Austin to figure out how do you do this business and how do I grow my business and what's out there? Um, and at the time, you know, uh, Keller Williams was rocking and rolling in Austin and I had some friends there, so I took a close look at that, and that it it really appealed to me. I wanted I wanted big at the time. I wanted to be around top producers, and I ro- really wanted a strong, uh, just a strong environment. So I moved to Keller Williams, and I stayed there for 16 years. Wow! Um, I know it's a long time. I'm very it loyal. Um, <laughs> I'm loyal.
0: That's a good quality.
1: It's a great quality. Thank you. you know, yeah. Listen,
0: in, in the last quarter of a century, I've had two employers and I'm on my third. So okay. I'm with you.
1: Okay. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so with you. We, we have that gene. Um, we do. Yeah. And then while I was there five of the years, when I was at Keller Williams, I was the director of training at the, the largest real estate office uh, at the time in the country. And so I had been doing some volunteer work with the with the training director uh, for a while, so I had I had my uh, I had my hands in that. Uh, but the position uh, opened up, and it really spoke to me. And so I spent five years as as the director of training, and that's you know where that, that that's a that's a lot of who I am today yeah. was was spending, yep. you know, years with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of agents getting their start in, in the business.
0: And I'm going to delve on that a little okay. bit more. But I want to ask you first. You know, okay. this is I've had a a the great honor of having this podcast, and you know, it it it's it's it's, it's attracted a lot of audiences globally. And, yes. you know, and I think that that's been I've been so blessed by that that people yes. are 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 getting whatever message they're getting from everyone. But I think you're actually are my first guest from Austin. Oh, good. And yeah, and nice. I think that that would be it'd be really great if you can share with a a global audience a little bit about that Austin market, please. I would
1: I would love to. And I'd love I'd love that that's the focus, you know, the global luxury real yeah. estate podcast. So I'm I'm all over that and of course I I'd love to talk Austin. So uh, some of your audience may know this and some may not, but um, Austin is really Kind of the Silicon, the other Silicon Valley. So our major employ, so think about our major employers: Uh, Dell, Apple, Facebook, Google, Samsung, University of Texas, 3M, Whole Foods. Um, There's a lot going on in Austin, Texas, and we're a capital city. Now, the 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 biggest news lately is that Tesla is investing a billion dollars in Austin with their new Cybertruck factory. Have you seen photos of that Cybertruck? I
0: haven't, no, but I it, love Tesla. So I you, know, I, you know, I love everything Elon Musk. He yeah. is, he's a maniac and I love that about mm-hmm. him.
1: So, so Austin is, is, we're really lucky to have landed that and in, in construction is, is underway right now on 2100 acres just east of, of the airport. Wow. And very close, probably within a few miles of Circuit of Americas. So, so, that's a big international draw uh, in, in Austin is- The, the second, Formula One, yeah. Is the Formula One. So, so we have that going for us, uh, but there are a lot of, you know, the, the impact in Texas and in Austin with international buyers is, is significant. Um, you know, there, there are a lot of studies out there, but we're only trailing, so as far as international buyers in, in the country, we're only trailing Florida and California. Wow. So, we're, so Texas is number three now. Mexico is a big impact of that, uh, uh, you know. So the Mexico influence on Texas real estate, um, uh, and and we're also we're a hot spot uh, for buyers from uh, India, um, the UK, uh, China, and Canada.
0: Lucky for you, I'm opening a lot of offices with of VXP in those countries. <laughs> there
1: we go. There we go. So, and in, and, and if you look at the the, the diversity in Austin, uh, uh, the Austin Board of Realtors, of course, I did a little homework for the for the call because I knew you were going to ask me this question. So, I love it. Uh, yeah. So, um, over twenty percent of Austinites um, are 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 foreign, and nearly a. Few third of uh, Mexican nationals who bought homes in the United States did so in Texas. Oh so God. it's just a really big influence. There's a lot, there's a lot going on here. Our, our and I've Mar- got to
0: tell you, I've been, I've been to Austin, it's such a beautiful city, mm-hmm. but I wasn't even aware of really that presence of that second Silicon Valley and how strong it actually is. That's mm-hmm. extraordinary what you've just rattled off with all of those amazing companies. And it's, is it there because of the, the tax implications and the tax purposes in the state, the well, advantages? We,
1: there there is that, we do not have an income tax Right in in Texas now we make up for that in property taxes so Got it. so throw that out there, uh, <laughs> you know. But our, Austin has one of the best economies in the country, um, and and we have we have for years, and and even even in the COVID environment, we still have one of the strongest economies in the country.
0: That's amazing. So I want to go back to your career, Julie. And, you know, we actually, uh, you were talking about the training and the mentoring. And, you know, I know that we're going to get to a a lot of other things about Mm -hmm. your career. And I think that it's really, you you just love that sense of helping and and mentoring others. And Mm -hmm. I'm just curious as to where that comes from for you.
1: Sure. Um, You know, I think, you know, experienced it myself in my own, you know, career progression. And I think most of us do. So I, you know, I really had an awareness of the need for mentoring and really the need for, uh, for a roadmap for how to succeed in this business. And as I trained, you know, just hundreds of, of new agents now, and I'm talking, it's like, this is, this is universal for all, all agents. So whether you're, you're, uh, you know, an agent selling rural property in the middle of the country, or you're a luxury agent in Miami if you're new or new ish in the business. So there are a lot of agents kind of in the middle that may need to hit the reset button in their business. Mm. It's like how many times, I mean, I can count the number of times that I reset in my career progression. But I've I've observed this with so many agents and the thing is is that our industry when someone gets their license uh they, our, our real estate schools don't teach agents how to succeed in the business.
0: Absolutely.
1: We oh, yeah. teach how to pass a test, right. how, how to pass a license test. And so agents all over the world, all over the country at all levels get this Awesome fresh real estate license. And it sinks in very quickly that no one has taught them really how to run a business, how to drive a healthy pipeline of, of client and client referrals, um, and and how to how to succeed in this business. So I felt like, you know, I I just started filling some of those gaps and really trying to meet agents where they were at and not assuming what what we think their goals might be because right. every agent needs to own their own goal. Um, there, there's, not a, there's not a prescribed formula that says you have to sell X amount of real estate. It's like, no, what is, what is your goal? And, and let's put together a simple roadmap to help you get there and stay there.
0: You know, and I think that that is such an important message. It really, um, I came from a banking background. So I was with Deutsche Bank for 10 years before I got into real estate. And so for me, it was always that idea that that real estate agent is the CEO of their own company. Yes. They have to have their business plan, their roadmap how are they going to succeed? Yes. What's their marketing budget? What's the cost of, of acquiring a customer, right? And it's, it's, it's all of those things. And mm-hmm. I remember I was on a, a panel for, for NAREP a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and I actually asked the audience, what's your customer acquisition cost? Oh. And they looked at me <laughs> like I had 12 heads. And so it was like that's great. what are you spending in advertising and what is it costing you to get a client? And,
1: and and that's a very that's a CEO or a CFO uh question. That's right. Yeah. But that's what I, they are,
0: right? We all are as an agent. It is.
1: It is. Well, and here's here's what I like to teach agents. I think there's there's a progression. I tell agents initially, um, we're gonna we're gonna work on you being a really good national sales manager of your business. Sure. So we're going to start there. And once we have that in place, then we're, then we're going to work on you being a good COO. And then we're going to work on you being a C, good CFO. I love and, that. And, and we're eventually where we want to get to is you being a good CEO, but let's, 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 let's start at the beginning. And that's, we're going to, we're going to make sure that you have some sales in place.
0: I like that. You know, I always say to somebody also when I, when I work with, uh, with agents that are new in the business is, why you? What's your mission statement, mm, mm-hmm. right? There's 1.3 million realtors that are a part of NAR. Why you? Why should somebody do business with you instead of the other 1.99 million other, other yes. agents in the U.S.? And that's a very important um, uh, dialogue to have with oneself,
1: it, it's it's absolutely fundamental, and that applies to new agents, but here's, here's one thing I want to emphasize, is that I know year four and five agents who have not nailed the answer to that question.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely.
1: So an agent can, let's say there's an agent who's been in the business for five years, and maybe they had a good year or two, and then maybe slip backwards and then, but they they haven't had consistency. It's like, you know what? We're going to go back to some of the basics so that we can really get you moving in, in the right direction and make it sustainable.
0: Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right. So, you know, and I think that that's an important message to even continue. And you're right, year four, year five agents. Sometimes we lose our path. And sometimes it's, mm-hmm. it's the idea that that business plan is not just for new agents. It's for all of us. It's, it's, it's a progression. It really is a, it's not written in stone. It's a moving target that we look to for guidance. It's a roadmap.
1: Yeah. And things, and things change. Something Absolutely. may change in an agent's life. There may be something going on personally where they even take a step step or two back for, for a year, and then they need to reemerge. That happens. So there's all sorts of reasons to, you the know, whole world
0: like, might experience COVID.
1: Oh right. yeah. There's that. There's you know. that.
0: <laughs> yeah. So,
1: so it, it's kind of like just, uh, you know, put your, put your ego aside. It, it's, yes. one of the greatest, it's one of the greatest gifts we have.
0: Oh my gosh. You're simply so right.
1: just hitting the reset button. I love like. That. You know what? I'm going to start over. This isn't working at the highest level I want it to work at. I'm just going to start over. And you can actually do that every day. It's like, no, today I'm starting over. And then the next day it's like, no, I'm starting over every day. <laughs> I'm going to be fresh every day.
0: <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so Julie, tell me what the Nelson project is.
1: Okay. Uh, great question. So um, uh a fun part of that story is I remember early in my career, my CPA told me that uh, she wanted me to incorporate for tax purposes. I'm like, Oh, okay. And, she, and, and so I needed to name my, I needed to name my corporation. So I thought, well, what do I call myself? <laughs> um, and I, and I wanted a name that didn't say real estate. Cause I thought, well, what if I start another business or two? So I wanted sure. it to be uh, broad enough. And, and, that's the origin of the Nelson project. Uh, but really what it is, it, it's, it's become my, you know, my logo and my, and my handle and my website. So, so for example, the nelsonproject.com is my real estate business, uh, and really my brand within my brand. Um, and then the nelsonproject.org is everything else I do. It's wow. my writing, it's my coaching, it's my teaching, it's my, you know, uh, uh speaking and blogging. It's, it's everything else.
0: That's pretty brilliant, actually. I love that because it's all encompassing. And now you've brought together all your knowledge from mentoring, from your writing, and now now you've brought it all together under eXp. Tell me about that experience.
1: Yeah, the, the shift, the change. Yes, uh, yeah. and How, like
0: this platform here and what you, know, what you can do with it and oh what you have gosh. done with it.
1: Yeah, there's, there's so much you can do with it. So, I found, so I've been with EXP for three years now um, and, and I found myself, uh, just based on where I'm at in my career and my age, okay, um, I was at a point in my life where I was really looking ahead and thought, wait a minute, what what do i want the next 5 to 10 years look like and mm-hmm. and what is retirement actually going to look like eventually and and i don't i don't intend to be you know well i'd rather retire sooner rather than later let's 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 just put it that way and i was really sure. taking a look at that now now remember that loyalty factor so so the loyalty factor was really had, I think, really been driving my professional decisions for for a while. And I realized that I just kind of took a step back and said, wait a minute, I need to do a full assessment of kind of where I'm at in my career and where I'm going so that I'm being as strategic as possible over the next five to 10 years. And so I allowed myself to, now, I didn't know at the time that I was going to leave where I was at. Because I I, I, wanna, I still wanted that as a possibility, you know. Absolutely. Um, but I looked at the industry and I thought, well, wait a minute. What are the other options out there? And is there, uh, is there another option out there where it will allow me to move towards my financial and family goals faster? And, and I took a look at the EXP model and it was, it was loud and clear. Now, the, the technology, the people, the culture, all of that had to be in place or it wouldn't have been an option. I wouldn't have considered it without uh, those foundational pieces in place. But when I looked at the math, I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I can move forward faster with my plans with this model and so i made the move and that was 3 years ago and i'm i'm way ahead financially because of the move
0: it's a good model isn't it
1: <laughs> it's a really good model and 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 you know and even when i laid that out for my spouse i'm like look this is this is what i'm looking at and why and i want you to look at this with me and, and we took a look at it and it was like wow do you, i mean you really could accomplish your goals faster. I yeah. Said, yeah, I think so. And so why, why wouldn't I try and, and so, succeed and, and succeed and, and that's happening and it's, and it's three years. So I love that. Yeah. I'm really excited. I'm thrilled with the model. I love our, um, our online platform and how we do business there and how we did not miss a beat with COVID. Because yes. We, we have, it's
0: actually just the opposite. We had the most successful quarter of the company's history during COVID.
1: This is is amazing because yeah. we were we were designed this way.
0: Exactly. We were designed exactly. this way.
1: And I always like to say I'm like, look, our founder is this is a Silicon Valley guy. You he know? sure
0: is. He's a this, tech guy.
1: He's a tech guy. This is, you know? this is his thing. And, and look what he's built.
0: I, I it, it's just really amazing. And i you know, I feel so fortunate every day that I did find this and that it was uh, it's my new home, but I have to say, Julie, you, your presence is very much there in eXp and you were one of the, First people to really welcome me with open arms, and I have been so thankful for your generosity and your kindness towards me and you know you, you were a founding member of one exp which mm-hmm. celebrates diversity and inclusion initiatives. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about why that was important to you to yeah. to to structure that to really say okay. you know let's let 's put this
1: space in there yeah it's such it's such a it 's almost a sacred space is yeah. is the way I look at it. Um, I was one of the founding members of the Pride Network at my former brokerage. And when I came to eXp, it's one of the first things I took a look at. Some of my friends were there already, and I stepped in to really help uh, build and grow that. Um, uh, in in the meanwhile, um, Glenn, Glenn Sanford, our founder, just had this vision uh, for how we could really um, embrace the diversity and inclusion within within our company and we have we have all these groups we have we have a black network we have a latino network we have the pride network we have the seniors we have veterans uh we have the women's network uh the asian network and on and on and on so we have all these networks and we thought well wait a minute why don't we pull it all together because together we're better
0: oh god yes
1: together we're better and how can we all help help each other and uh, really uh, make sure that, that, that diversity and inclusion piece at EXP, that it's not just a piece, that it's integral in everything, everything that we do. It's not just the nice, you know, wording on the piece of paper. Right. But it's actually in action. And I'm, I'm thrilled to have, you know, been, been a part of uh, helping make that make that happen, and as we expand internationally um, it 's all the more important, and we feel like we 've created something that really didn 't exist at, yes. at this level in the industry with with one exp
0: I agree with that, and you know and it was um, first of all, thank you for your vision and leadership there it is. It it really is empowering. And, you know, when uh, I came over, um, it was, for me, really an honor to be involved with uh, One EXP from the very beginning at your invitation. And it was uh, just, it's incredible. You know, the the conversations that we're having as a company, as yes. a group, as a family, because some of these conversations are not easy, right? We're living mm-hmm. in a world with a lot of social inequity and unrest and it's, it's, uh, it's difficult times. And I think that with conversation comes understanding and it is not just a real estate company, right? It is. A company that cares and its people are true leaders,
1: yeah, and one thing that I think that we've all learned in this process is that we're're uh, we're, we're more we're more alike than we are different absolutely is that that just became clear so so quickly
0: yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, I'm going to shift a little bit and Mm -hmm. talk about you as an author. You are a published author a couple of times over. Your uh, first edition book was Success Faster, Mm -hmm. uh, quickly launch or relaunch your real estate career. Now your second edition is Success Faster on Fire Hot. I love it. And of course you need to do that one in Spanish. Oh,
1: oh, I am. I know. Yes it will be out by the, the Spanish will be out by the end of the year The Success fester on Fire Hot will be uh, I mean I've been working on it this morning we are so just doing the final final tweaks but it'll it'll land on Amazon in, in about two to three weeks
0: Oh my God it's amazing
1: We are we are so we are so close but I'm so excited uh, um, about this to to help agents because it's like I am committed to uh, authoring books, that will change lives.
0: That's that's a powerful statement. Absolutely, I love that.
1: That's what I do. I'm committed to authoring books that change lives, and the the first book really had an impact and helped thousands of agents. But the second one, so on fire hot, is just it is a dialed up and dialed in version uh, that that digs deeper into. Uh, being a better boss, it digs deeper into helping agents uh, really uh, uh, em- embrace the, the, the a very simple roadmap to succeeding in this business. And when an agent succeeds in the business, or they write their ship, if you will, that that in turn changes their life. And I get to I get to be involved in in that process. It's it's an absolute honor to, um, to, to de- deliver that, that, that insight and that roadmap to, to help agents change their lives. So that's- And what
0: cool. a great mission statement that is. I mean, you know, we talked about a mission statement with agents earlier, but my God, I'm committed to authoring books that change people's lives. That's, that's so powerful, Julie.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Oh my God.
0: You know, you. so I, I, you know, I, I'm going to shift. I have a question. So you're talking yeah. a lot about leadership and a lot about mentoring. I'm wondering what the greatest lesson you ever learned in your career.
1: That's uh, a, it's a big question. You, you're asking some big questions. and that's I really know. I one. love it. This
0: is why people tune in.
1: <laughs> I know. Okay. Um, and, and of course, you fed me that question ahead of time, which was which which is kind because it's a heavy, it's a big, big question. So you know, just bring super big questions on on your guests. Yeah. Um, so the greatest lesson I've learned in my career, and I've really thought about this, um, is to be unapologetic with who I am and the value that I bring to the table to be unapologetic. So what does that mean? So what does that mean to other agents? So unapologetic has a lot to do with putting yourself out there confidently, asking for the business, knowing your value, um, just showing up loud and proud. You have to ask for the business in this business, right? Sales 101. 100%. And I had found that just even kind of with my upbringing, I grew up in the Midwest. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm a nice Midwest girl and who now lives in Austin, Texas. Um, <laughs> but I had to, I had to learn this. Um, and, it, and just kind of the, the evolution of me becoming more and more confident and more and more effective in my real estate business, let alone in my life has a heck of a lot to do with this concept of being unapologetic. So I'd say that's my greatest lesson learned.
0: You know, and again, that's another powerful statement, right? You start thinking about that. I'm not going to apologize for who I am. I'm going to go in and be authentic. And I think that that's what that translates into as a subtext. You're authentic about who you are. And that's the, that, that is such a core of our business because people only do business with people that they like and trust. And that mm-hmm. comes from being authentic.
1: It's It, it, it cannot stress that enough. Yeah. And, and I just wanna encourage, you know, it's interesting. I like to study Realtor success stories, okay? Whether it's the, the Rookies of the Year success stories or, or just any successful agent. And it's interesting, if you really look at this across the industry, Um, you will find that the more authentic an agent is in who they are and and what interests them in the business, then the greater their success.
0: Without a doubt.
1: So really being true to yourself. And it's kind of the concept of, I've seen some very successful realtors out there who have a very narrow focus in their business, but it's a very authentic, narrow focus because it's who they are.
0: That's right. That's right. And you know, and it's, it's that level of authenticity that does correlate a
1: hundred percent
0: to an agent's success, not only in business, but in life. Yes. You know? And so, okay. So the flip side of it though, through Mm -hmm. all of your mentoring, three Mm -hmm. top pieces of advice you would give an agent entering the business today. The agent, the the business is very different from when you and I first entered. It is. What's the business today? What's three pieces of advice?
1: Okay. So uh, this is, so I'll hit like three big items that are in the book. Okay. Okay. So in, in it, cause that's what, that's what it is. It's, it's, it's a roadmap. So three big pieces of advice in success Faster on fire hot. So, well, so I would say advice number one is pick up the book, right? <laughs> um, okay. But with that said, okay. Number one, uncomplicate your business. Love that we have a tendency to overcomplicate this business and get caught up in just in the minutia and get caught up in the million things that you feel you have to do but the reality of is the reality is is that agents have to nail 2 hours of every day to to run their sales to generate yep. sales to build their pipeline so you can you could be you could be all over the place the rest of the day, but if you nail those two hours of really being a good national sales manager of your business you're going to do well you'll succeed so uncomplicating your business um, another one is just being a better boss okay so being a better boss in your own business and this these are these are these are related, but you know when we We've all been an employee before, and when you're an employee, you know, think back to when you had, had a, a job and when you were an employee. Well, you showed up on time, you got the most important things done, uh, and and you wanted to make sure that you had a good performance review, you know, twice a year, right? So you did exactly what what it took to really be a good employee. But what, ha- what, if, what happens to realtors when they get their own license and they become these self-employed uh, entrepreneurs and then all of a sudden they're not a very good boss in their own business. It, it goes only, right
0: back to that business plan, right? Know your roadmap.
1: It, it does. So, yeah. so it's like, why would you treat your business with, any, with less respect than you used to treat somebody else's?
0: Oh, I love that. Yes.
1: So you've got to get up every day. You have to show up on time. You have to get the most important things done every day and you want a good performance review at the end of every month, right? It's just that that. you're giving yourself your performance review and you're your own
0: boss. That's right.
1: You're your own boss. Um, And the other thing is, is every single day, there has to be some action that is forward moving progress Every single day, there has to be some sort of action that is forward-moving progress. And, and here's a hint. It's not your marketing plan. It's not your social media plan. And it's not designing a new logo. It has everything to do with where your next 10 clients are going to come from.
0: Working your business.
1: Every day, working your business. And before anyone gets out uh, and anyone listening before anyone gets overwhelmed with all of that, you just start with one and you keep going.
0: That's right. But that's the success of everything, right? You just start with one and you start with a small win and you continue to build upon those. And yes. that's what also builds not only your, your business, your career, and your reputation, Mm-hmm. to the fact that you're building a brand, you're building yourself as a brand. And you know, it's it's Julie Nelson is a brand. The Nelson project is a brand mm-hmm. because you've built it. You've been there. You've done that action to move something forward every single day. And you have, and you've created a brand for yourself that's incredibly successful.
1: Yeah. And I think, and one of the keys too, is let's say you have a day where you don't feel like you made any meaningful progress forward. It's like, well, be kind to yourself. That's right. Just recognize that you have tomorrow.
0: That's right. But, but, but then track don't it. do it again tomorrow. <laughs> but track it. But,
1: but track it. Yeah. We, we, exactly. Yeah. So it's, so it's like, look, so if there's five or six days in your week, please take right. the day off. If there's five or six, you know, you can have a little grace around that. But let's make sure that the majority of those days, right? Exactly. But, track it. but you're tracking it. But that's being a good sales manager. It's like- sure. Did I move my business forward today? Did I move my pipeline forward today?
0: A hundred percent agreed.
1: Just ask that question at the end of every day. Did I do that today? And, That's right. and if the answer is no, it's like, what do I need to do differently tomorrow?
0: That's exactly it. That's exactly it. And then, okay, you thought the last question was hard. I've got the last question here for you. <laughs>
1: okay. Okay. Let's do it.
0: So, Julie Nelson, what would you like your input, your, excuse me, your imprint to be in the world?
1: Okay. Um, to have changed some lives. Like That's that. what I would like my imprint to be. So, so, I'm committed to authoring books that change lives, right? We, we, we said that earlier. But it's like, I'm committed to earning that privilege every day. Mm. So, so the greatest gift that the universe has given me is to be part of that journey for others. It's their lives. They're, they're, they are trans, transforming their lives. But I just get to be part of that journey. And it, it, it's a privilege. And I've committed to, it's like, I'm committed to earning that privilege of every day. So to have changed some lives.
0: I love that. And, you know, I got to tell you, your your passion is, is really infectious and I, I adore working with you. I adore you. your your leadership. And and really, you know, it, I, I loved this conversation. It's been wonderful to get to know you better. And I thank you for the, the what you're doing in the world. You're amazing. Thank you,
1: thank you. so much. And thanks for having me. This is really this is really fun. I, I, I love what you're doing with with your podcast and and your reach around the world and just the community you continue to build is is um it's fabulous. Keep keep up the good work.
0: Thank you, Julie. Thank you. And thank you to all of you for listening. And this has been the Global Luxury Real Estate Mastermind with me, your host, Michael Valdez. Thanks again.